Hello, everyone, and welcome down to episode number 59 of the Down South Photo Show. With me, <laughs> Brendan Waits here in Ocean Grove. Um, sunny Ocean Victoria. Grove. It is in my background, and mm. it was today. Uh, yes. Here in sunny Ocean Grove, Victoria, Australia, and my good mate on the other screen. And in your other ear, if you are listening to this, Cam Blake in Hobart Town, Tasmania. Hello, Cameron. Hello, Brendan. How are you on this very summery Southeast Australian day? It's what a difference a week makes. I think last week we were pissing and moaning about the horrible weather coming across, and today was absolutely magnificent. Yesterday, last week, you said, Oh, you know, watch this. Next week, we'll be carrying on about how hot it is. And here we are. We're not carrying on about hot. We're enjoying the heat at the moment. But I think I made a few predictions last week that came true, but we'll get on to that. <laughs> you, might, you might be the Nostradamus of Ocean Grove. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, how you been, mate? You been well? I've been very well, yes. We've had a, uh, a great week and uh, we're gearing up for another great week. Good. Uh, but it's uh, wonderful to be back here talking to your good self. Uh, um, and just quietly, four episodes on the trot without a break. That's not bad for us. <laughs> yeah, we, we're going we're gonna to break that next week, though, because I won't be here next week. So, Well, maybe I better tee up a guest then and do Ooh. do go for episode 60, go solo. Yeah, maybe get someone who's 60 years old or something. Um, You'd almost qualify for that, wouldn't you? Uh, no. No, okay. Just no, I'm a little bit old, a little bit younger than that. That's fine. Okay. Uh, right. Let's kick off as we do each and every week with our backgrounds. And have, have I we, do. Have we thanked? Have we thanked everyone for subscribing? Thanks everyone for subscribing, listening, <laughs> tuning in, all that sort of stuff. It's greatly appreciated. Thanks for sharing us around too. We love it when we get a little share happening. We do. Um, if you've got friends, family, anyone that you know who might be interested in listening to some. Uh, photography chatter, particularly landscape mm. photography, because that's what we do here on the Down South Photo Show, then uh, by all means, send them a share. What do you, how do you do that? Is there a share button? There must oh, there's, be like a share that little, there's that little like swooshy arrow. Okay. I think that, Send them a swooshy arrow from probably underneath this if you're yeah. on the tubes, and there's probably a share button on your pod thing as well. So Yeah, the pods and the tubes, the tube um, pods. Podcast is flying along, doing well. Yeah, we are doing well. As far as the numbers are concerned. Uh cool. My background, for yes. those of you who can't see it, there is a couple of surfers silhouetted, but they are not surfing. They are walking with their surfboards. Yes, they uh, are. This, this is my beach at Ocean Grove, um, the main beach. In fact, where I was only 15, 20 minutes ago, yeah. um, <laughs> enjoying not quite a sunset like that, but it was it was pretty down there anyway. Yeah, that's And uh, this was done with uh, my 150 to 600 Sigma. Oh, yes. Uh, at the 600 pointy end. And yes. uh, quite often what happens is when I see the sun setting, I want to get surfers walking out of the water. I'll run very quickly because I want them to be in front of the sun like that. So Yeah, um, it looks great. Yeah. I, I actually, I, I really quite like, uh, for some strange reason, I quite like the power lines in the background as well. I don't normally yeah. like power lines, but it, no. it adds a little something to this shot. Yeah, it does. I think it adds, uh, yeah, that's sort of adds like there's three power lines two surfers it sort of works together pretty well one yeah. sun one sun hey i had i got a funny quick story about using uh long lenses on beaches um mm -hmm. i was on the east coast of tassie a few years ago with lisa and maybe one kid not both kids i don't think the other one was here yet mm -hmm. anyway there were some really cool surfers out there taking like taking waves on and boogie borders and stuff like that and i think i had like a like a 100 to 300 equivalent or something like that and I was just taking photos. So I walked down the beach and I was sort of shooting back up the beach and I was bang, bang, bang. I wasn't using bat button focus and I was still nailing every one of them and bang, 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 bang. And I'm like, that's pretty cool. And anyway, I sort of sort of did a few close in and I did a few close, uh, zoomed out a bit. And as I'm zooming out, I took another few photos. I see this person in the surf 
like just like you know when you sort of like move the camera and someone's just gun bowl with gun balling you down the, down the lens <laughs> and it was this lady this topless lady was in there swimming right and Awkward. she saw me and i sort of went oh and i put the camera straight down and she came storming out of the beach a bit like baywatch but maybe not yeah. as not as friendly mm. and i went uh and i'm like the least i said look let's just keep walking we're gonna go that way anyway i'm sure she's gonna say something and uh as we walked past she gave me a filthy look as if i was taking photos of her yeah and i was gonna say i was, I was just about to say you know what i was taking the surface behind you like there's 20 of them just you know 100 meters behind you I thought, you know what? No, I'm not going to enter that, not engage that. Just kept walking. Yeah. But uh, it was a very awkward moment and yeah. made me look like a dirty old man with my wife next to me and a kid with a big <laughs> long lens taking nudie shots on a beach. Yeah, so. I know. Well, sometimes it's like that, isn't it? And when you get people in your in your shots. Yeah. So the shots I've the shot I've got there with the surfers that they've probably to this day don't even know if that photo exists. Um, but you can't ID them. They're obviously silhouetted, so that's, were they, were they that's a little different, I guess. Can't that could tell be that photo. They're covered no. by their boards. They're covering their vanity by their boards. Is oh, um, that their boards? Is it? <laughs> hey, oh, you're a week. Um, um, my yeah, background. So it, Let's have a look. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, okay. oh, no, here you go. Oh, I'm done. Sorry. Yeah, I cut you right off then. That's no, fine. you didn't. Yeah, what what about your else. background? Let's see. Oh, I thought you made me feel like an asshole. I thought you were finished. That's a Franklin River. It is another Franklin River one. Yeah, this is uh, just another little nice waterfall. Just thought while we're in the spirit of Franklin, going down there in a few days, let's just chuck up another shot. Uh, this is a beautiful spot called Newlands Cascades where you actually camp under the caves behind us. But, yeah, it's pretty cool. Wow. Anyway, back to your shot because I cut you no, off. No, no, no. I've got questions. Um, so you're you heading off on the Franklin this week? Uh, tomorrow I meet the crew. Okay, so when this Friday goes out, you are Friday. By the time this pod comes out, we will be bumping our way down the river somewhere. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, now, I think we probably talked about this last year when you did the same trip around the same time. Yep. But um, what do you sleep in? Uh, nothing. Sleeping bag. Okay. Yep. So you don't uh, have a tent? No tents. So we sleep under tarps. Yeah, So, cool. So what the guys, the rafting guides do, uh, they do what's called tarpology. So they put up a whole heap of tarps around this <laughs> camp and they sort of string them all together. So you have this sort of big communal area where everyone sort of sleeps. But if you don't like communal areas, then you can always grab yourself a small tarp and then go find yourself a little bit of paradise in the forest, somewhere like that. Uh, and what they do is they give you a big uh, big sheet of shade cloth, which yep. you put under, uh, underneath you. So it stops all the sticks and stuff coming through to you. And then they give us these thermarests, which are pretty thick mattresses that self uh, self-inflate. And then a sleeping bag on top of that. And then cool. you can use, use whatever for a pillow. So, yeah, yeah it's pretty cool. Um, even if it's raining, generally, if you get your tarp set up properly, you're staying dry and stuff like that. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting. I think we've got a fairly big group going. Um, so whether or not everyone sleeps under the same tarps or everyone goes and partners off or whatever it might be, you know, mates go with mates or whatever, but we'll sort that out. Some, some of them we sleep in caves uh, and under overhangs and things like that, so you don't need tarps at all. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a it's a very unique trip, that's for sure. It's definitely uh, in the wild, isn't it? Yeah, uh, you you probably can't get much more wild than this in Australia, I don't think, because I think you'd be right. I don't think there's anywhere else in Australia where you can go down a river for eight days, not see you see like one or two man-made objects the entire way, uh, and it's completely untouched. There's no dedicated campsites. There's no platforms. There's no toilets. There's no nothing. So everything that goes down the river. And comes out on the river, comes back out on the boat with us. So we carry yeah. 
absolutely everything out, including our waste, personal and food. Yeah, which is very, very cool. I love it. Mm. It's it's on the list. Looking forward to it. Right. Very cool. Um, Now, look, we can't let the podcast go any further without mentioning Mel popped in. That's coming later. Your (laughs) big award that you won last weekend at the Tasmanian Tourist Tourism Awards. Uh, Give it up for Ken. Yeah, thank you. It was um, well predicted by your good self. I did Um, call it. You said you put the house on it, and I went, <laughs> you're going to lose your house, my friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, but no, we we did. Um, we went to the big gala evening. We got dressed up, Lisa and I, uh, Chelsea and her husband Isaac came along because Chelsea does a bit of work for me. Um, so we made a bit of a night. That was our team. So every other table had teams of 10 people and CEOs and everything else that's going on. We just had a little team down the front. Um, so yeah, we went there. It was a beautiful gala. There was about 400 people there. Uh, and they started, they, 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 they did not muck around, you know, the Brownlow where they just drag it on as long as they can. This was the opposite. They're like, okay, category one, bang, bang, bang. Well done. And I'm like, Oh, okay. That's someone else's one. No, like he didn't have a chance to, to think. Um, but they got to ours, the adventure tourism category. How many categories and- in before they got to yours? In other words, how many beers in before they got to yours? <laughs> uh, I was a few beers in, I reckon, <laughs> I reckon I was about seven beers in six beers in right yeah. but but they'll do you know what they do when they go to these bloody fancy things they feel they keep topping your glass up so the glass is only so big so you're getting like half a can you're like all right i need more mate you know yeah so i probably only had maybe four beers in total yes by that stage um so they got to our category category 13 unlucky 13 uh adventure tourism and they announced the winner and the winner was us <laughs> and we're like oh okay I guess we've got to go on stage. And so we have to get on this stage in this big bloody whole area here, the big, uh, big hoo-ha. Uh, and we got presented the award by uh, the one of the guys who runs the NRMA uh, Tourism Hotels down in Tassie, big head uh, head of NRMA. And then, yeah, we got our award and we had to go out and have photos. And then they did an interview. Uh, it was all a bit ooh-la-la, which is not me. Um, but yeah, we got we got a great trophy. We got um, this let's, beautiful let's, trophy. Let's see it, and it is bloody heavy. Look at that, folks! Yeah. And now, for those listening, we we need a description, Cam. All right. So this weighs about. I'll give you the weight. This weighs about five kilo. Um, so the top half of this is actually hue and pine, and this is the hue and pine pattern here. It's got a, a details of the awards and who who won it and things like that. Uh, and then on the bottom, it's got a, a granite, but it's actually Tasmanian dolerite base so it's very tassie orientated um so yeah it's a beautiful bit of wood uh it weighs a lot like i said it's got our tasmanian photography workshops there i don't know if you can see that probably not too bright um right there so yeah that's prior to place down here in the off in the new office anyone else see the irony of a photographer not not getting the exposure right on his own trophy <laughs> it's his bloody lighting over here um yes so it's funny, uh, look, you, say um... it's funny, it's funny you say that about exposure because i thought <laughs> Because I thought I'll take a couple of photos for promos, as you would. Hmm. Um, and I, I was down here and like well, that lighting's not working. Shit, that light, no, that lighting's not working. I end, up doing, I end up doing it on the kitchen table with just a light from the back uh, at the kitchen window there. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's a bit bright. So, hue and pine's quite a light coloured wood. So, yeah, it's not yes. great. So, um, well, from the bottom of my heart, and from I'm sure a lot of the listeners as well, congratulations. It is hard earned. I mean. Yeah, there's, there's a saying, uh, you know, it takes 10 years to become an overnight success. So yeah, you've certainly done that. Years. 
that's yeah. right. You've done the hard yards to yeah. uh, to get to that kind of achievement. So congratulations. Thank uh, you. As I say, well-deserved. And uh, here's to the next 10 years and more well, trophies down the track. Well, funny you say that because I didn't know this, but Chelsea did, but no one else seemed to know. Um, we now go into the national awards. So we well, because go. because we won our category, uh, we now have to go to Sydney in March uh to the australian tourism award so that's the big 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 one and because we're a gold gold medalist in our division so to speak uh we now compete against the gold winners of every other state to see who is the gold winner of the australian adventure tourism award that's fantastic so if we win that experience that would be um slightly hilarious <laughs> it would be a bit okay, shocking well, as well when, when we know. get to march and we're in the podcast yeah. ask me then how i'm feeling about your chances okay right. I, don't, I don't want to set it up yet i've well, been I've, i'm one for one so far one for one it's funny i was talking to lisa <laughs> today about that and i'm like well when you think about it because like, in the in the national awards they hand out gold silver and bronze i'm like there's seven states and territories that or seven states and territories that enter um like we're one in seven chance even and three of them win something so i'm like that's pretty good yeah. pretty good odds yeah that's right um but we uh i i would say we're miles out of our league considering who else is winning those categories around australia but it was an absolute hey. honor but um, hey, you, you, no, don't don't un- underestimate i I, I, see. I I personally i think you're good for a podium but we'll all right we'll see we'll see well yeah either way there'll be more beer being drunk uh and <laughs> I've, I've only ever been to sydney once so is that right? Yeah, yeah. Fun fact. Fun fact. Sydney once, um, and this one, yeah, March sometime. So yeah, where we yep. go? I might need a date. What are you doing in March? Uh, coming with you to Sydney. Let's do it. That sounds like fun. If we dress up in pink and purple tuxedos like Dumb and Dumber. Do I have to pretend that I work for you? I pretend I work for me. Mm. <laughs> Fair so, point. Well made. Yes. Um, anyway, so thank awesome. you. Well done, mate. Awesome. Thank you. Um, that's five minutes of the podcast. We'll never get back. Um, we <laughs> jokes. Yeah, uh, today, the number one ticket holder popped into the store. Hello, Mel. He did. Um, here's a here's a picture of Mel with his canvas. It's uh, a good looking canvas. He, he he's he's quite the photographer. He's very humble. Yes. Um, wrong with that? I I, um, I told him that I really appreciate uh, his color palette. In other words, he doesn't grab hold of the saturation slider and take it up 800%. Right. Um, he's very controlled with that. And also he's, uh, particularly that photo that he's got there, the composition was great. So um, it was great to see Mel. He um, drove up from Myrtleford and um, said g'day yeah. and stayed the yeah. night last night in uh, Bowen Heads and had a good old time looking around my stomping ground. Did you apologize for not answering any of, of his emails this year? Of course. Okay. I'm, course. I'm not in the doghouse because I, yeah. I answer Mel and... And he took it yeah. on the chin nicely. So that's yeah. fine. I understand you're a busy man, but he had no, to drive all the way from Myrtleford to get it. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a long way from Myrtleford, isn't it? Ah, look, Mel, Mel, I don't think Mel minds the drive. It's actually not a bad part of the, the world to drive through, actually. So it's all downhill. So, yeah. Um, so the main topic tonight that you've probably already seen in the thumbnail, if we didn't actually put that Cam won an award in the thumbnail, maybe we'll do that instead. But anyway, yeah, we'll figure a way. Um, Tis the season, Cam. We uh, we've it turned is. the corner. Things are warming up. Uh, it's yeah. November. The Melbourne Cup's being run and won. Kids are asking what what they're getting for Christmas. It's already. Um, it's can you believe it? Where? How many weeks? How many sleeps till uh, Christmas? Uh, it's about about forty. Yeah, it's not many. It's yeah. <laughs> how does it happen? That's ridiculous. And then the other thing is, we'll, we'll be talking about. Oh, how was your Christmas, Brendan? Yeah, have a good 
breaking yeah. will be over and done with before you know it. So of course we will. Of course we will. So, so we want to yeah. talk about what would well what would you buy a photographer for Christmas? And and we we're saying this because a lot of people who listen have probably got family members and friends and family who are also keen on photography. Oh, um, I thought so, you were going to say we're saying this so people know what to buy us. Our, our viewers might send us just showers and gifts for the whole year that we've been preventing. Not a bad idea. All this entertainment and thing. and I'm I'm going to kick it off with the very first suggestion. If you are looking to buy anyone any equipment, and I'm talking actual cameras, lenses, yep. that sort of stuff, for the love of God, don't get oh. them a voucher. And uh, let them go and choose their own. Uh, it yeah. really is a personal thing. This, um, yeah, it is. I, yeah, I, I being in the in the game for as long as I have been, we see it a lot where the very well-meaning partner will come in and choose the camera for the other partner, and then yeah. they're like, and then they get to Christmas Day and they open up like, Fuck, it's a Canon. No. <laughs> <laughs> I said I didn't want a Canon. Exactly. What no one hell? uses Canon anymore. But yeah, yeah you're right. Half price. Yeah, Canon's yeah. always half price. We, <laughs> I bought I bought the new R6 Mark II. They said it was really good. They said it was like 24 megapixels and it was four yeah, and a half thousand dollars. You are on fire tonight. Um, <laughs> but a, 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 um, a voucher. I know, I know yeah. people hate giving vouchers because it's a cop out. But really, if you think if it's a voucher to an actual camera store, yeah. then they get the point that you've actually yeah. thought, well, you're into your photography. Away you go. Yeah, that's a good so, one. Yeah, I, yeah. I would definitely start there, particularly as I say, if you're looking at maybe spending quite a bit of money on yeah. equipment like lenses and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I agree. That's um, that's a good one because you're right. If someone rocked up, and we, you know, we're taking the piss, but if someone said, "Hey, here's a Canon," and someone had their heart set on a Fuji or a Nikon or a Sony, yeah, yeah. So, uh, there's nothing worse than at Christmas time when someone gives you something that you're like, "I so love the appreciation of what and the effort you've that's been right. to." But that is a shit present, and I don't want it. <laughs> it's such a terrible. Like no one ever says it out loud, or not. That's not, right. Some families might, but yeah, everyone, in yeah. your head, you're like, okay, that that's just going to go straight to the the back back of the room and the regifting pile. The regifting pile, but yeah, yeah. Hey, I reckon what would be for like what I like getting as a, a photographer. Um, I've always been big on the magazine subscriptions and books or yes. things like that. I reckon they're pretty cool. So something like the Australian Photographer magazine or I used to love the the Wild magazine, which is like the outdoor one, but had cool photos yeah. in it. Yeah. Um, or, you know, if you've got, um, you know, if someone loves landscape photography, you know, I'm a big fan of all the old Peter Dombrowski books and, you know, the Ken Duncan books or the Tom Putton, Ken Blake books, you know, whatever it might be. Yeah. yeah. Um, but books, I think books are a good one because it, it, they're just people, an endless People are going to get suspicious really quick that we're just plugging our own businesses here. We're not no. doing that. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it says on the running sheet. What, oh, that's what right. What the actual yeah. F do we buy? Make sure we plug our businesses, you wrote. <laughs> <laughs> that's right, exactly. No. Um, the other magazine, uh, Better Photography, which is Peter Eastway's oh, yes. Yes, uh, publication. Yes. Yeah. I think he started that as a monthly, but it ended up becoming, I think it comes out with the seasons now. There's only four I a think year. It's, yeah, I think it's is quarterly. Right? I think. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Quarterly. And yeah. um, outstanding, yeah, outstanding publication. So yeah, he well, he, everything he touches turns to magic, really, doesn't it? Peter, oh, way. very, very, very talented photographer. Um, um, so we're sort of, we're going sort of we're, it's like tennis here. I've I've had an idea and you've had an idea, so it's back the ball back, back to you. in my court. So I'm just writing a list of what get, I'm getting you a voucher so far. Yeah, thank you. And without doubt, the next thing on the list would be, and yes, it's sort of voucher-ish, but definitely a photography workshop. 
Um, <laughs> you so, sure we're not plugging our businesses? Yeah, we're not, but we are in the game. So um, get your partner a <laughs> photography workshop. So little anecdote for you. Um, Monday night this week gone. So this comes out on Friday. So Monday this week, uh, I ran my entry-level photography workshop for the umpteenth time that I've run it at my store. By the way, it's not the same every single time. It's It does vary. It has evolved over the last 10 years that I've been running it. And um, I had uh, I had a lady in there who had been given a uh, Canon, funnily enough, uh, Canon M50. And she was that intimidated by the technology. And she yeah. was so used to shooting with her phone, but she really wanted to get into photography. And her very, very caring partner had gone out and bought her this Canon M50. Yeah. She didn't know much about cameras, so she didn't really mind that it was a Canon M50. But from almost my very first part of the workshop, yep. the penny dropped and she was that hooked on it. You could just yep. see it straight away. All of a sudden, it was all starting to make sense. Yeah. And you'd get this on your workshops as well. Mm. Those moments where you get that that really cool feedback, instant feedback from the yep. customer where, where you can see they're getting it and they're like... Yep. Oh, and she she literally like almost screamed out loud. She was that excited by yes, yeah. when we made the first image on the screen and how awesome it looked. Yeah, know? yeah. So um, yeah, they, they're good. They're good moments. Those ones. They are. They're really cool. Yeah. I, I I really enjoyed it, and um, I get as much out of it as teaching as 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 people do. Um, yeah, being students yeah. as well. But definitely photography workshop, uh, whether it be a voucher or book, just book them in to yeah. a workshop and say, guess what you're doing on yeah. They could also, they could always come down to the award-winning. Oh, they could, absolutely. They could. See, see, now you've got to put that on all your websites, award-winning. No, gold, gold medalist, yeah. I'm gold, a, gold medal award-winning. It, it doesn't thing. sound right to say this, but according to the Tasmanian tourism industry, mm -hmm. I am the pinnacle of adventure tourism here at the moment. There you go. Would you ever have thought those words would be associated with me? I wouldn't have yes. thought so. <laughs> absolutely. Don't sell yourself short. I am short. <laughs> that's enough. That's enough of the short jokes. That's it. Um, that's okay, my turn. What are we? Fifteen or 30, 15? 30, 15. Um, I reckon another good gift for photographers, and this is it's actually got nothing to do with photography, so to speak, but Ooh. a holiday somewhere. So yes. going away somewhere, like having a, a dedicated time to go somewhere with your partner or family, but dedicating some time to say, hey, I know you've always wanted to go see Uluru or something like that. So we're going to Uluru next year as part of your, your Christmas present or something like that. And, you know, if you're a good husband or wife, you'll say, and by the way, between the hours of, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon to sunset, you're on your own. I'll take the kids for a couple of days or whatever it might be. But yeah, I reckon, I think we've said it before, you can't put a price on experience and and go into places. So I, I think, you know, if you can book a holiday somewhere and now, now everything's opening up again, the world's open again. If you can take your photographer, partner or friend, whoever you're buying the gift from, uh, mm. on a trip somewhere it doesn't have to be overseas it could be just a, a weekend trip to ocean grove or it could be to bright well, or whatever just, it might be just to probably expand on that a little bit as well it doesn't necessarily even have to be a holiday it could even just be literally time here is a card that says yep. you know next week you're going out to take photos yep. i've got this i'm yep. cleaning the house or i'm looking after yeah. the kids or i'm whatever can we can we do you reckon we could make it do you reckon we could sell a voucher like that We'll, we'll as the you would do it. We'll, 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 you you pay us a hundred dollars. We'll create a nice little voucher for you, and, <laughs> and then you give right. and, and you just give the time to your partner. That's right. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah. Done. Yeah, yeah. I, it's like, like an IOU. You know. Yeah. 
six yeah. hours off. And people I do, do you this many sunsets and this many sunrises for yeah. the next year. And cool, people, people do do that. Have um, we just hatched an idea? Of course we have. Jeez, that's what we do on this show. We either bitch about fire. things or we fix things. That's what we that's do. That's right. There's not a lot of middle <laughs> ground. Not much in between. Um, I've got another one, but I'll let you go if you got if you got another one. Well, the 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 classic. Um, so okay, quite often we'll get uh, kids in who saved up a bit of pocket money and want mm. to get mum or dad something you know to to do with their photography. Um, and you know you can start. Personally, I don't think you can ever have enough memory, and memory cards are so cheap now. Literally, the stocking filler. Go and grab, you know, a 32 gigabyte memory card for like yep. 20 bucks now. Because one of our very early episodes, one of our pro tips was to keep a memory card in the glove box of your car. Have I well, done that yet? Me neither. But, <laughs> <laughs> but that's a good one because, yeah. as I say, 20 bucks, you know, 15, 20 bucks. You know, yeah. if, 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 you, if the kids want to get something for mum or dad, for example, yeah. or uncle or auntie yeah. or cousin, yeah. whatever it is, um, yeah, just a just a you know a little spare memory card. They can go a long, long way, and they can yeah. save your bacon. They've saved me a couple of times when I've looked in the camera and gone, "Oh, I know where that memory card is. It's yeah, in the it's card in the reader back. attached to my PC. It's in the yeah. back of the cam- back of the computer, I'm still reading. Yeah, a thousand kilometers that way, <laughs> <laughs> and then reached down and found that sneak secret little memory card. Yeah, I've, I've uh, really... tucked in the camera bag. Well, so. funny you say that because I will be taking at least a couple of memory cards with me down the Franklin. I'm glad I reminded uh, you. Yeah, otherwise I'll be stealing someone else's out of their camera overnight when they're not looking. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just, can you imagine oh, that? Be... Take Tom's battery. Just do it. <laughs> uh, I, I, have, I have a feeling that I. It's funny because a lot of like most of the people on this trip are my customers, and Tom's coming along as technically my customer, but wanting to do his trip as well, which is great. But everyone knows Tom, who's coming along, and everyone knows what sort of character he is, and. I, I usually get on this trip and think, oh, someone's going to push me in the river or someone's going to steal my memory, you know, steal my battery out of my camera or do that. But I'm off the hook this trip. I, I'm feeling yeah. safe as houses that I'm not going to be the one mm-hmm. who's going to be copping it all on this trip. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a good feeling to have before we go down. Mm. I'll tell so, you what, imagine if he's, you know, lined up there on the Franklin and he's got the shot of a lifetime and, uh-oh. <laughs> oh, no, Mem- memory <laughs> empty. The funny yeah, thing is he's uh, Tom's bringing two Nikon Z5s or Z7s or something like that. Very nice. Uh, yeah, but I don't think either of them will work the whole way. He's had a lot of problems with them. They've been sent back to Nikon like 600 times. It's not where you want to be losing camera gear or not um, working camera gear. No, they're going to want something a bit more robust, I would have thought. Yeah, but it, might anyway. be, it might be an iPhone trip. Okay, so it's 40-30 and it's over to you. 40-30, yeah. I reckon uh, the other one I was thinking, which is pretty cool, is something like PhotoPills, the app. Ah, so, very so good if, if you've got someone who's a photo- Yeah, if someone's a photographer and they don't have PhotoPills, that's about mm-hmm. 15, 16 bucks. It's not much. It'd be, it'd be an addition to whatever you actually get them. Um, but it's a really, really cool app that has so much information about photography, works for a lot of different genres of photography. But if you want to plan trips, if you want to plan astro, if you want to plan landscapes, if you want to know where the moon and sun and all that's going to be at what time of day, where the Milky Way is going to be. And it gives you a lot of, um, it's got, got a lot of information about photography. So there you go, Brendan, showing it on the screen if you haven't that's- seen it before. Photo pills right there. Uh, so it's it got a, all these cool little options on it. It's very cool. Yeah, it is a massive app um, in regards to what it, it contains. Um, so I reckon that'd be a good one if they don't have it. You know, and that could be another one for the kids. You know, if there's a, a boy or girl or in between, whatever they might be, if they've got a parent who wants, you know, as a photographer, maybe ask them if they've got photo pills and you can buy it for them because um, mm-hmm. that's a really useful tool to have. And, and I use it on every workshop. 
that I go on. So if we're going somewhere and we're like, okay, you know, where, where's the sun coming up? What direction it's going to be? What time? Or we're going to go do Astro tonight. Where's the Milky Way core going to be? It works as a treat. So it's another good one. Very good. I mm. like it. Um, and I'm. Should we give one more each suggestion? I reckon. I reckon I, I can think of one more. Maybe. Okay. Um, more? Yeah, definitely. So, um, Cameron, do you know what a lens pen is? Yes. Yes. So lens pens are invaluable in my opinion, particularly if you've got a landscape photographer who gets out and about a bit and likes to get their gear a bit dirty. Mm -hmm. um, I wish I had one here to show you, but I'll put one up on the screen. In fact, probably so far I've put everything up. No, I haven't done that because I'm not that heavy into editing. Um, yes, you are. Not really. Um, so a lens pen is basically a pen-shaped lens cleaner. Yep. Uh, they're tiny. They fit straight into your camera bag. They're excellent at removing smudges and stuff off filters and lenses. You can even use them to clean your LCD screen if you want. And at the other end is a brush to get sand and stuff out. And why it's really important to keep the end element clean is because it affects the light path because that's yep. where the light starts and it comes in. Um, so you can get things like um, chromatic aberration. I just love saying chromatic aberration. It just rolls off the tongue. It's a great, great. That's phrase. a great word. That's a hard. Yeah. I, don't, I struggle with it a bit, so I'll let you. Sorry, <laughs> right, so I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to um, go there. Yeah. So you know, and 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 also like light prisms and stuff. Where yeah. light not falling where it's supposed to, not hitting the sensor how it should. Getting when you've got a dirty, great big smudge on the end of it. Yeah, that's right. Getting interfered yeah. on the way through. Correct. So lens pen, like another twenty dollar, twenty five dollar um, yeah. item. So yeah. Another stocking absolutely. filler for you. Yeah. And, absolutely. Um, so Cam, it's advantage server. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if we're going to tiebreaker. Um, okay. <laughs> I, I I think another one which I do like the idea of is like camera bags or camera straps or things like that. Definitely. Um, again, it can be a bit personal. That's where a voucher can probably make it a bit easier for someone to go pick it. But there is some really cool camera bags and camera straps out there these days. So um, the Peak Design straps with a little thing that clips in there, great for any system. Um, some of the, you know, for example, if someone loves hiking, uh, the F-stop uh, hiking bags are incredible. Yes. And even if it's smaller day trips, they have this little capsule that comes in and out and it's interchangeable between a whole different lot of bags. And so something like a bag or a strap would be pretty cool. And that won't break, won't break, bank the bank, break the bank, break the bank. The bank. <laughs> Jesus, I've been having another drink. Um, yeah. Won't break the bank. Um, but I always like those ones as well. I'm just thinking going back and what people have got me over the years and I'm like, oh yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and straps and bags are good as well. So Definitely. there you go. There you go, folks. Um, and if I'll it, collate if it, if a little list and put it below there, what we just talked yeah. about. Um, we might even have affiliate links. <laughs> well, well, well that's, that's asking a bit too much. Yeah, um, to, to I, camera and photo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, and, yeah. Um, but I think also if anyone wants to send us presents for Christmas, we, mm. we won't say no. No. Um, PO Box 546 <laughs> in Hobart, Tasmania, 7001. <laughs> send whatever you want. How come you get it all? Well, you, oh, well, or send or drop it in the camera and photo at uh, oh, Ocean Grove. Yes. Yeah. Yes. If it's Probably too big means. to post, drop it in the Brendan. Um, but um, if you've got any questions about um, a photo photographic gift, by all means, just drop a little comment oh, below. We do respond do, to them. Don't do that. Well, you'll be up a river. You don't care. Yeah, we're going to get like 6,000 messages. I'm thinking of buying Todd. Nah, good. Perfect. And I'll answer every one of you. So Bull, absolute bullshit, you will. Drop, drop a. I didn't say I'd do it this week. I just I will eventually. But this uh, is where yeah. Mel. This is where Mel's looking at the screen, going, "He's not going to answer." He will. He will. He will. 
right. um, I'll, I'll come back yeah. to look at all the answers. Hit us up, and if you've got any suggestions that we missed out on, um, yeah, that's a good one. That that's probably more that's probably more feasible. Ask us heaps of questions. We love it. It's great. Jesus we like Christ. we like we like communicating with our peoples. Um, <laughs> tip of the week. Tip of the week. Yeah, I did this one. Did you hear that? No, that was the jingle. No, there's no jingle. Jingle. <laughs> there's no jingle. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely not a jimble, but there might have been a jingle. <laughs> there might have been a gimbal. I don't know. That's photo. Right? Um, tip of the week is over to you, Mr. Blake. Yeah, this one I thought of the other day. And it, it sort of came up because uh, last night, in case you didn't know, which I'm sure so many people didn't see, but there was a, a lunar eclipse apparently where the, <sighs> the, the moon went a bit orange. Oh, if it's not a super moon, it's a bloody It's not a blue moon. It's not a blood moon. It was everything. Moon or, oh. Um, and really? everyone, this was this was actually going to be our main topic, and we said no, let's not let's not go down the rant of it. But I'll have a quick rant because there's so many pictures of this moon, and I know people love taking photos of the moon and the lunar eclipse and everything like that. Um, there is, I reckon, I saw today ninety percent of them out of focus, uh, which is great. <laughs> the other, the other, the other five percent, the 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 light, the the highlighted bit of the moon was completely blown out. Yes. And the other 5% were really nice and sharp, lovely photos. So, But if you are going to do moon shots or astro shots, one thing you need to remember, and don't do what I did once climbing the highest mountain in Tasmania, is if you're shooting astro and moon shots or, or nighttime shots the night before, when you wake up in the morning and you're going out to do another shot, make sure you reset your camera back to normal <laughs> settings. So um, I once did that on the Overland track. We were doing astro one night at the hut we were staying, Woke up the next morning, climbed the highest mountain in Tassie. Took hours to get up there. Got up the shot top, took a heap of shots. It was perfect, beautiful, beautiful day. And I'm like looking at it, I'm like, geez, the shutter speed's super fast up here. You know, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> and I ended up having to like change. I was shooting like F22 and I'm like, just had a moment. And I get back down to the mountain. I'm looking at the shots. I'm like, and I zoomed in as you do, pixel P. I'm like, Christ, they're bloody grainy. I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, ISO 3200. Mm-hmm. fantastic mm-hmm. um brilliant you, you bastard i've just walked up there <laughs> so yeah don't do that so if yeah it's, it's an easy mistake to make and we, a lot mm-hmm. of people do it on and it's one thing we talk on the workshops but if you're out doing a night shoot or or doing astro shoot and, you, and you're still out doing stuff on a holiday that you've been given for christmas make sure that the next morning when you get up reset that iso reset things back to a normal sort of realm uh so you don't get disappointed like i did good call yeah, very good tip of the week, and I think it's I think it's it's uh, relevant as well because this time of year you get a lot of Christmas parties. People go out and shoot the Christmas lights. Then you got New Year's Eve for fireworks and all that kind of stuff. So mm. just be mindful if you're doing nighttime long exposure stuff, uh, not to go take photos of you know great auntie Meryl the next morning at Christmas dinner and she's blown out because you can't get the shutter speed right. That's right. Just uh, watch those settings, folks, and the last photo ever of her and it's blown out. Oh. Well, that took a weird turn, but that's fine. It's been a um, weird episode. <laughs> um, where it says gear talk there, we'll put a line through that for now. I All can't right. be bothered talking about that camera. We'll talk about it another time. It's not a Canon, is it? No, of course not. I don't know. No. No. Do, uh, do you reckon Canon, anyone from Canon has actually listened to this podcast? At definitely. All, like any, oh, the, all the manufacturers have, Cam. We're on everyone's radar. Don't you, you worry. They, they're looking at these upstarts and going, what's going on here? There's a bit of a groundswell for the Down South Photo Show. Yeah. Absolutely. And and yet they still released the R6 Mark II like they did. So they've taken the last 58 episodes, they've taken no attention to anything we've said. Why would they? And they've released that brick. If someone from Canon's watching, I'd love a 
I'll, 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 I'll take an R6 Mark II. Why not? It'd be great. Really? If you're giving them away, they probably have to now. <laughs> have they dropped in price yet? Probably. Surely they have. <laughs> yes, it's copying oh, a wee yeah. bit of a pasting, isn't it? Anyway, oh, well, fair enough. Never mind. Uh, Dear Cam, yes. uh, Dear Cam is one of our favourite subjects and probably our most long-lasting uh, yeah. uh, segment of. Did you of read this one? Because I, I skimmed over it. But... I have not even got close to it. I'm reading it. The listeners are hearing it first time, as I as as you are. <laughs> Good luck. Um, for some reason, it says episode 57, dear Cam, but that's okay. That's two oh. episodes old. I'm assuming it means episode 59, but that's all right. Thank it says you. 59. Thank you. Yeah, well, so it does. Dear Cam and Brendan. Mm. Yeah. Look forward to the show each week. I received a new OM1. I knew we couldn't get through an episode without this mob's head popping up. I received a new OM1 for a milestone birthday yesterday and had been going through the entire 300-plus pages of manual. Who does that, firstly? I I don't think I've ever read a manual. Wow. Been going through the entire... Is that just not a cure for insomnia? No. Um, pages of manual. And one thing I have never used before is continuous autofocus. Fair. Yeah. I've always had it set on single AF on my OM5 Mark II. <clears throat> went, would that be an EM5 Mark II? Uh, probably would. I love be. that camera. EM5 Mark II, fantastic camera. Yeah. Can you please explain how it works and when you would use it? And then in brackets, parentheses, brackets. I am also a macro photographer. I am assuming it's as useless for landscape photography as focus stacking and back button. Focus. <laughs> I like this person. Which is also having, which also having tried it in the past. I don't get that either. But curious to know when it might be useful. Cheers, Allison in Melbourne. Hello, Allison in Melbourne. Hope you're well. Yeah. Um, uh, awesome question. So let's go back to the continuous autofocus question. Yeah. So continuous autofocus, which is on the Olympus, formerly known as whatever, uh, it's C-AF. I think most cameras, it's C-AF. Um, although I think Canon, is that the AI servo? Yeah, that, yeah. That so continuous? Canon Canon call things weird things all the time, but they call yeah. it AI servo. They also call shutter priority time TV. value. Yeah, TV. Yeah, and AV. Yeah, anyway. Um, so continuous autofocus, autofocusing is is mainly used for obviously continuously moving items that you might be shooting. So surfers on a wave, birds flying around, uh, racetrack cars and bikes going past or it might be people walking or running so it's sort of anything that's sort of got a lot of movement or motion to it is when you generally use it um the the idea of that is, is that the, the the focus continues to track or continues to, to lock on a subject when you when you follow it so it's not the same as autofocus tracking uh or the new ai focus tracking in some of the cameras as well but it all marries together. So what it allows you to do is it, it sort of speeds up the autofocus to keep going with you as you keep pointing at subjects along the way. So if you're chasing a surfer on a wave, not using back button focus, because that would get in the way of your nose and your eye and be a waste of time. You could hold the button down and follow your thing and, and continue to shoot and it would or continue to focus the whole way. Um, so I don't use it too much in landscape photography. Uh, I don't use focus stacking or back button focusing. Um, so in landscape photography, Look, you know, you might get, um, you know, you might be at, at a, a location like Brendan's shop behind you where there's a nice, beautiful sunset, and you might have some water birds taking off from the beach, you know, even though you're there to do a sunset, you know, it might still be a water bird or something taking off that you want to capture. That's where you may flick it over to continuous autofocus to try and get that. But um, also macro photography, you wouldn't, you wouldn't use it in macro photography. 
as well. So yes, mainly for motion moving objects. Um, and what it does, it just, just tricks the autofocus up a bit, goes a bit faster, continues to focus on the subject that you're looking at um, and should hopefully give you a pretty good strike rate of images in focus. Definitely. Very well explained, Cameron. Nothing more to add from my yeah, end. But it's addressed to you, though. It says, Dear Brendan, you know, as well. I, I read it. Yeah. <laughs> you did your if bit. you have a Dear Cam question, by all means, send it through to us uh, in the comments below or at our fabulous new website, which still does not exist. Or you can email, which most people you are can, doing. You can email you. Cam at <laughs> yes, Email yeah, eventually, me. Eventually. Yes. yes. Maybe someone will get us a new website for Christmas. Oh, actually, that's not a bad idea as well. That's mm. another one. Mm. Uh, I got a friend who I know watches the show. I don't think I got to mention his name because he mm. doesn't deserve a shout out. But he's been building a website for at least the last six months, right? And he has another friend here who also has photography stuff going on, and he continuously hangs shit on this other person about not meeting deadlines and making excuses <laughs> for things over and over again. Yet this one person has still not got his website live. Okay. So to that person, you know who I'm talking to, uh, get your shit in order and get your website live because otherwise no one's going to see it if the shop's closed. So right. Thank you. open it up. Okay. Okay. Another rant. I'm just getting older. Right. Okay. I like it. That's yeah. good. Rant away. Uh, so um, now we know what you are doing. Yes. You are heading down the Franklin River this coming week. So that's very exciting. Yes. Oh, it is exciting. So that's one thing I'm doing. Um, I've also got something else I had in there as well. But... I can see that. Yeah, uh, so yeah, Franklin River, we are meeting everyone tomorrow. So today is Wednesday. We have a meeting tomorrow where we get all our wetsuits and all our gear and everyone looks terrified. And then they talk about how we do poo in a bucket and everyone gets a bit nervous about that. Uh, and then we all go to the pub afterwards and have a few drinks. Uh, and then we head off Friday morning. So we won't be here next week doing, well, I won't be here doing an episode next week. Um, I might bring back some sounds from the Franklin though. Maybe I'll do a few sound bites of, discussions and you know well last last year we added uh we did little, the video didn't a we? little 20 30 second clip at the end of um, we did yes. yes did the card thing work maybe i'll put a card for it i no, don't even no, check no, it i've there. never seen a card in any of our episodes can't be that hard stupid <laughs> stupid youtube it can't be that hard you're listening uh, youtube algorithm you're stupid stupid um so yeah that's that's what we're doing but i also wanted to give a shout out um i've mentioned a couple of times on the show uh, a few months ago i was tutoring uh, or mentoring a young guy called Oscar um, who went to America with his family, he got some epic shots of New York and Statue of Liberty and Yosemite. He got one of the best shots I've seen at Yosemite National Park. Uh, it's one of the, I think it's El Capitan, which is reflecting in this pond. Looks brilliant. So he does an amazing job, but he also got one of his images featured in the Australian Photography Magazine, I think it was. Oh, uh, it was awesome. one of those ones where they send in and say, can you critique my images? And they did a sort of full page spread on his image, which was a nice... Yeah. Uh, I think it was a sunset shot over over Hobart. So, but he's kicking goals. Uh, it's great to see a young bloke with so much passion and skill. Um, he's gonna, I reckon, he's gonna go a long way with his photography. So, good shout out to Oscar. Hope you're doing well. And we're going to do some more sessions. He wants to catch up, and I think he wants to show off. That is, or maybe he wants to hold the award. I don't know. That's pretty heavy. That is. You can do your arm curls with that thing. Jesus, that is. I like, I like it. Yes. Um, what are you doing? Thank you for asking. Uh, I'm doing pretty much what I did all week this week, and that is it's the silly season, so we're um, we're pretty much flat out. I'm printing photos for people. I'm making canvas prints. I love it. I'm really enjoying um, a lot of the photos that I'm putting on canvas at the moment. Some yeah. really good landscape stuff's coming through, so that always 
gets me going. And look, yeah. also yeah. photos of people's dogs and cats and goldfish yeah. and grandchildren and <laughs> that sort of stuff that all goes yeah. along with it. That's cool. That's all there's, part of the there's another idea. The fun of it. There's another idea for Christmas. You can make like give someone a voucher to do a photo book or something. Oh, that's right. Or make it canvas. Um, do you are you sending many canvases Australia wide, or is it all just local people that you? Um, a few interstate, uh, not heaps. Yeah. A vast majority is local. Um, yeah. I'm getting because uh, for those of you playing along at home, um, Ocean Grove is only 90 minutes from Melbourne, so we get a lot of a lot of holiday homes around here. Um, yeah. A lot of people only come down, you know, a few times a year, and, and what I normally find is. We get a lot of people from Melbourne down over Cup Weekend, which has just happened, mm-hmm. and um, that and they order their canvas prints and they come back and pick them up, you know, in oh, middle yeah. of December when they're coming down for Christmas and that sort of stuff. Yeah, so right. okay. there's a fair bit of that going on. Um, I have shipped a few canvases uh, interstate. I don't. I'm not a huge fan of shipping big stretch canvases purely for the fact that they just get damaged. Yeah. yeah. Um, and you end up having to spend just as much on the packaging as you do on the bloody canvas job. Yeah. But I do uh, roll canvases, so I can print canvases, and quite often, well, every custom framer worth their salt will be able to stretch a canvas for you. So um, yeah. Okay. Cool. I'm doing that a lot. People like the way we print, so um, we send. I like the way you print. Yeah, yeah, I love the, I love the prints you've done for me. I love. Good. I've That's got actually like a few of them sitting around the back here that I've still got rolled up that I haven't done any with yet. But well, there you go. Yeah, um, you'll get there. Here's another question for you without, no, without notice. Okay. Uh, it being Christmas time, are you looking forward to the clientele coming in with their Christmas cheer and you know everyone Christmas retail in camera stores? I used to <laughs> love that. It's so it was so much fun and love <laughs> love and warmth and stuff. Are you looking forward to that? It has its moments, and I know exactly where you're coming from. It. it it can be challenging. It can be long hours, long days, when, particularly when you're running yeah. the show. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'll do 14, 15, 16 hour days, uh, particularly in December. Yeah. Um, you get this certain level of adrenaline um, yeah. and you do get a little bit swept up in the, in the festive moment, I suppose it can be, it can be good. It can yeah. also be downright <laughs> a pain in the ass because yeah. you get some, some people who kind of uh, want it yesterday, but Hey, yeah. People you've known for the entire year. The Christmas yes. Day is the twenty fifth of December. Yes, and uh, you know, so get your act together. Doesn't change. And your <laughs> staff are all. Uh, do you do anything sort of special in the lead up to your staff? Do you? Is there any sort of little mini staff meetings to gear them up for Christmas and what to expect for the newbies? Or <clears throat> um, not particularly. We do. Um, yeah, yeah, we do. I mean, there's always the the little meeting at the start of December where we talk about. Yeah what we're what we're going to be selling and um what we've got stock of what we haven't got stock of tell you one thing we got stock of this week was film oh yes i saw that three months since i've had a shipment of film and we finally got some film through so um half of it's already sold yeah and we're probably not going to see another shipment now until february so yeah it's crazy it's really it's like hen's teeth yeah. So and if are you, you doing buy a... a roll of film for 180 bucks, come and see me. <laughs> <laughs> and then spend an extra 200 bucks processing it. Um, do you do, I'll, I'll be looking at my business today, the Black Friday and Cyber Monday sales? Oh, do you do any of that? Look, I do you think it's worth doing? I, I should because everyone else does, but I really yeah. can't give a toss. I, I No, no, I don't. Oh. I, I run my own specials, um, you know, and to be frank, like coming into Christmas, I don't really need to promote. It's, I need to promote in February when things get quiet and, yes. you know, when it's not, you know, Mother's Day or Father's Day or, you know, mm. something coming up. And February is normally that time when things really do fall away. So yeah. keep an eye out in Feb, guys. That's when you get the best deals from me. And I don't do Boxing Day sales. In fact, 
yeah. I didn't even open on Boxing Day. Uh, yeah, and the cricket's on. Well, that too, but I, I just, I don't know. I, I just find we're in so much of a hurry to get, you know, the, the retail is shoved down your neck 364 days of the year. Why should it have yeah. to be, you know, yeah. the Boxing Day sales, I'm not, a, not I, they're, I don't know, they, they annoy me. And I think these these days as well, like you get sale, like I said, there's the half yearly sale, there's all this. You can almost get the same price at Christmas, uh, for Christmas time, middle of the year. Like they generally, of course you know, you can. the same it's price all year round. Look, I mean, we're all, we're all pretty intelligent people here that listen to the Down South Photo Show. We all know that it's all just marketing and gimmicks and yeah. hype and all that sort of stuff. And as a small business owner, I probably should get on board with it more. But I, I probably, um, to the detriment of my business sometimes, a little bit too honest. Like, yeah. I, I, you know, I've said this before on the show. I, I don't have to sell 100 Nikon whatever cameras, you know. I'll, yeah. I'll sell the camera that I know is right for the customer, not yeah. just because I've got it in stock and need to get rid of it. So, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And that's where being an independent makes such a big difference. Yeah. We've come way off topic here and it's probably time to end. It's almost time to end. Um, I just want to finish my end of the show with some thank yous. If I could, um, just in it. regard, just in regards to what happened this week with our award that we won, that we were stoked about, I just wanted to thank obviously my wife Lisa because she puts up with the shit that I bring home every week, uh, but also to Chelsea, uh, my good friend Chelsea, who always gets a shout out, gets another one. Uh, she's gonna that's gonna annoy Mel because there's a bit of a playoff there between who gets the most shout outs, but uh, Chelsea has helped me out a lot in the last couple of years, so I want to thank her as well and thank you, mate, for your support and helping me plug my little show, my little my little business on the show here. No um, problem at all. And I also wanted to thank all the listeners out there, uh, not only for all their beautiful comments that they put on the the pages when they announced it, uh, but also I want to thank them also for um, helping us vote in the Australian Podcast Awards because we put it out there yes. and people did vote. I don't think we won anything, but that's okay. But um, maybe next year. Um, but it was great. that Heaps of people went and voted for our show. So if you're listening and you haven't subscribed and you haven't liked and you haven't rung the bell or you haven't downloaded the Podbean or whatever it is, make sure you do um, because it helps us. Absolutely. Well said, well put. Thank you. That's better than the speech I made at the awards, which I didn't have to. I didn't make a speech. It was great. <laughs> Good. I'm not much of a speech maker either. No. Um, all right, you enjoy yourself down the Franklin. We look forward to talking to you Thank in you. two weeks. You, we may or may not have an episode of the Down South Photo Show next week. Let's find out. By then, you'll we'll know. So anyway, oh, right. no, no, you won't. I'll You've been back. listening to episode fifty-nine of the Down South Photo Show. We will see you sometime in the future for episode sixty. Cheers, guys. See you later. Bye.